can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Join the Council for the Model Aquatic Health Code, aka CMAC. CMAC is a member-driven organization that keeps the Model Aquatic Health Code sustainable, current, and complete. Your expertise is needed. Learn more at CMAC.org. That's C-M-A-H-C.org. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Tuesdays with Kelly and Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, I'm I'm Dan. That's Kelly. If you can't tell, <laughs> uh, and you? I have some furry friends with me in here. Cool, Mr. Fitz and Mr. Puppy. Mr. Puppy. Yes, I have a dog named Puppy because I w- didn't my my little dog had puppies and I didn't want to keep any of them, and uh, so I named it Puppy because I thought you know someone would buy it, and then my at the time, ex-husband, he decided we're keeping it, and oh. it was used to the name. And the kids can say the name really well. Yeah. So, so it just stuck. Reminds me, our our daughter uh, Sydney, when she was little, you know, you she'd get stuffed animals, of course, now and again. And whenever she got a stuffed animal, it was always uh, named basically that: piggy, <laughs> doggy, horsey. You know, that's yeah, that was the, the name. The kids kind of have. A tough time saying well michael can't say it at all and max sometimes he struggles with calling ruger ruger so i'm just <laughs> like it's okay and sometimes it will be when i do watch fits um he'll be like black dog or brown dog <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> Fitz is the black dog and he's like oh okay he likes Fitz because he's a lot more calmer than ruger is yeah so they'll go outside and play with the ball and everything and uh, Michael will lay on fits and go to sleep. <laughs> oh, that's cool. But so um, let's see here. What's new in my world? Let's see here. It's uh, actually OK. I feel like I'm in an off season, like a true off season. Yeah. You know, not like we've had the last couple of years. And to be honest, it feels great. Right. It's, <laughs> like I'm uh, so busy, but I can breathe. Yeah, it's, um, you know, this time of year. So it's by the time this this episode will air it'll be the first part of november and it's trades show season is well into into full swing but it's um uh, you know the the aspect of running a business and working and tiptoeing around covid that's uh, all of your free time was spent just figuring out how to navigate that yeah so you know knock on wood hopefully that is very much getting further and further behind us and, and less of a concern. So to be able to spend time now evaluating the business and what are we doing for training and where are we going? Um, our staff, uh, we, we started before COVID a couple of years before COVID with programs where staff could earn trips to national events. We took a number of people 
to New Orleans to the expo years back and Dallas last year. And we'll be out in Atlantic City in January coming up as you didn't, you this didn't want to take them to Vegas, you know, no, adult I, version you know, of Disneyland. The, uh, the, the <laughs> thought of Atlantic city is scary enough. Um, but I think the, the, I'm hoping it's cold, uh, which I've never said about Atlantic city and it always is, but, um, to try to make sure they actually make it to class in the morning. And are <laughs> hey, they should just follow my rules. Coherent enough to pick up everything that I want them to. They should just follow my rules. You only drink beer or White Claws when you go out. And you make sure that you're back by midnight, one o'clock to your room. If they do that, I will be thrilled. I will be thrilled. No, they'll they'll be fine. And, you know, the, the two at New Orleans was the first time we did it. And because it was the first time, um, you know, we, we had some fun. We did. In fact, uh, I we took everybody out on a haunted pub crawl. Oh, that's cool. Um, we, we had I want to say we had maybe 18 of our staff with and I booked this pub crawl that was like for 40 people or something. So in addition to our staff, I invited a whole bunch of industry people yeah. and for for me it was really really neat seeing our people interacting with people from all across the country uh on a level like that that was so um different to anything that they've really ever encountered and uh, i the, think the the, aspect- the, i think the part of these shows that not everybody gets to experience but with like your event or like with me at the shows I've learned to meet everybody. I go to every single booth. Everybody knows who I am by now because I go to almost every show I can on the West Coast. And it gives you a different experience because you get to see those reps and everything on a different level and get to know each other and see a common interest. And they can explain how they can help you. And you can explain to them what you're seeing in the field to help them. And it becomes like a family reunion when you regularly go to these things but it benefits you so much when you're back home yeah oh absolutely to be able to to pick up your phone and text somebody who you know is going to do everything to get right back to you Mm -hmm. as opposed to having to call the factory's 800 number and you know wait in a queue for four I'd say 45 minutes, more like 45 days, I think, anymore. <laughs> yeah. And and hope that somebody, you know, even the janitor picks up and says, hey, you know, we're, we're going to try and help you. So that kind of stuff is is really invaluable. And, and also the aspect of being face-to-face with people, which I'm so thrilled about this, this next handful of events that are coming up between now and January that we're able to do that. Um, It's so different when you're talking on the phone to somebody that you have no idea who that person is, uh, what they look like, what they, you know, you go to these events, you hang out with them outside of some of the, you know, more scheduled, I guess, type of things and get to know them on different levels. And, and then they are on your, on your speed dial. I I will tell you, not just at those events, but like locally for me, I can't tell you how many accounts, like companies that I work for, distribution that I get um, a great relationship with so they help me out uh, with products and stuff like that. 
from me just going to a bar and having a drink with them and pretty much bullshitting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's probably the biggest benefit I ever had. So it's like, if you have those opportunities to go to a bar or go out to coffee or go out to lunch, like take those opportunities because they will pay off in the end. And yeah, some, you may, you may get the number of the rep from somebody and they're like, Oh, just give them a call. But when they call you, when you call them, they're not going to know who the hell you are. And they're, I'm sorry, but they're going to judge you by whatever that conversation goes by. But if you meet them at some other place and you've already got a good relationship, you know, joked around or whatever, they will remember who you are. Yep, absolutely. Uh, the, um, and we've, we've got, I'm trying to think, we're, we're both going to, the next event after this airs is going to be the Expo in Vegas, right? Yep. We're both going to be there. I yeah. know Rudy is going to be there. Um, I'm excited for brunch. Yes, yes, we've got. I a, will be finding a bo- bottomless mimosa and Bloody Mary place. Leave it that, to me. I will find it. All right, you find <laughs> it, and I will be there. And that may be a day that we. I'll have to see exactly what meetings I've got scheduled. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm I'm excited for the event i'm excited for all of us to get together those of us from talking pools that are going to be traveling out there and be able to to see one another person to person for you know it's been long overdue so yes you've do you have actual training scheduled already that you're going to be doing while you're out there i have one training i will be doing the national plaster council startup class oh cool very excited for that um, I think that will be a major benefit for my my business, yeah. uh, especially since instead of doing a route, I do startups. I kind of call my startups like my quote unquote route because, sure. you know, I, ha- I usually have any when it's really busy, like in the summer. I think the most I had was 12 at one time. Okay. Um, but on average, I probably do. Probably mm-hmm. six to ten. Well, just depends on the builders and how quickly they're building pools. Yeah. We've got, um, in addition to the national train that's gone on, certainly the Expo in Vegas in November, as I said, Nespa's show out in Atlantic City the end of January, the Midwest chapter PHTA that I've been serving as president on for a bit, uh, we're going to have a training event the first week of March, week of March mm-hmm. 6th for the Midwest people or for anybody, actually. And we love seeing people. So uh, we'll figure out how to get you to fly out to the Midwest that week for a couple of I days. I know, especially since I have the Western show, I like the next week or the week after that. See, I, I always go. I like I like the Western show because they have really good classes. Um, it's also a much larger show than like the pie show was, but not as big as the expo. Um, which, you know, that's, yeah. I like, like them all. I like going to the ones all on the West coast because I always see people. I know people from my area, um, new people. I don't know. Um, I guess you could say this is the time of year to take advantage of all the classes you possibly can take, you know, maybe try to keep on track of something like whatever your goal is for the next coming year. Like for me, 
I've already started asking companies like builders, hey, can I shadow like your workers or you so I can start learning about building pools since I want to get on the design um, scene. Like today I got to go to a pool that actually the the building company I do startups for, I found out. (laughs) And I got to see the how they're doing making rock formations out of foam and concrete. Oh. And Very cool. it was it was incredible. Like just I've seen some of the, the videos that have been done over the last like week or two. And, you know. It's amazing what you can create from nothing yeah. and just be given a picture. And like this particular one, you know, it was going to be a nice little waterfall feature with some rocks. And it turned into this massive but not oh not like overkill. Like I think it's just perfect for the pool, this massive water feature that will have, you know, this one doesn't have lights or anything. And then the rocks are going to uh, make the color of rocks that the customer has in other parts of their backyard. Oh, so wow. it'll tie in together. It's not like, Oh, sorry, you're stuck with gray rocks when you yeah. have these, these more, uh, I, I call it iron red rocks over here. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. it's, it, and it ha- it's going to have a water slide and it's it's crazy. So I really like that's what my goal is to go more on that direction. And so I think other people should do that. I know my women's group, we're putting on a training in December. Our our first um, one for the off season, we do two hands on trainings a year. Um, but we're going to do it where I'm going to me and another lady in the group. We're going to teach women how to wire up control panels. So I'm going to get from my Hayward rep, I get to use their training one for the OmniLogic. Um, A friend of mine has a one, like a IntelliCenter, IntelliTouch. Sure. Um, And we'll do do that one. And then I'm going to, he also has the Jandy RS, I think it's 904. And so I'm going to I'm going to check with Pentair and Jandy and be like, hey, is it OK if I borrow these, you know, so I could do sure. this training, which I already know that they'll have no problem with it because they're so supportive. Right. But, yeah, we're going to learn how to do that and teach ladies, you know, what a relay is and how to yeah. safely do it. And right now, building up to that training, I'm doing weekly like sections. So like last week we did um, the history of electricity and I gave videos that they could watch. And this week is what is electricity? And I'm going to do a quiz on Friday and they enter to win. I'm going to, I have um, Polar X boosters and whoever, you know, answers the questions right, they get in a drawing and then we'll see who wins and do something every week to build up to that. Where, where are you? you, This is in, you're doing this all virtually, basically the weekly Um, stuff. I mean, the weekly stuff. Yeah. is all virtually. It's on the, um, Facebook group, uh, PGP industry training group. Um, so they can go there and all this will be there to their access. And even after we're done, it's still on there. It never goes away. You know how Facebook is once it's on there. Can't delete yeah, it. Right. Well, you can, but you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, every week will be something. So we'll do safety, go into more detail about what tools they should have for working on electrical my biggest thing, though, when it comes to electrical, if you don't feel comfortable with it, don't do it. 
Yeah, I, you know, I think that goes for pretty much anything that <clears throat> that we deal with. That the the level of comfort. Um, there's a lot of stuff that can be dangerous. Electricity, absolutely. Uh, we in Illinois, we're one of the fortunate parts of our industry in Illinois is there's um, we we have the ability of doing everything. Okay, yeah. so you know, I know I like in Florida, you have to be licensed a certain way to be able to do repairs as opposed to doing maintenance and things like that. Yeah, I think uh, Texas is the same way when it comes to electrical. You have to get your appliance certification in order to even touch it. Yeah, and and that's all great stuff, to be honest with you. I wish Illinois was more regulated because it's not. There's an awful lot of stuff going on that shouldn't be going on. Very oh, here, dangerous, have have a, terrible you things. To, you have to have a contractor's license for everything. Anything over $500. But I'll tell you what, I go to so many things and I'm just like, what the f*** was this person doing? I'm yeah. sorry, but that is exactly the word that applies because you're just like, I, I, even before I started working on repairs, I, I could tell by looking at these things, like this, this could cause a fire. Right. Right. And, you know, even so today, Heather in our talking pools group, right. She was, uh, reaching out and asking for someone to just validate what her thoughts were as she was in a backyard. And I know I've, I've, said before that I've called you and asked questions and, and, you know, to have the network of people to reach out to is one thing, but the other part of, of what she was asking was related to a code, a national electric code. Hey, I've looking at this outlet. It's so far from the pool. Is there a requirement in terms of elevation above the ground, that kind of stuff. And uh, I happened to, I was fortunate. I was at my desk in my office where I can easily pull up, all kinds of reference material and and have a conversation with her and so forth. But so when people are required to be uh, licensed and certified and and those types of things, it forces them to at least have some exposure to codes. And you know what? So with that, um, talking pools is a actually a very proud sponsor of CMAC. Right. Yeah. The um, council for the yeah council for the model aquatic health code. So that's another one of those areas where the the model aquatic health code um, was you know this is basically I'll say born of the CDC right. So it's the the CDC that created this uh, 2014 I think was the first model aquatic health code. And they basically put together people to compile all of the best practices using the latest science and methods and create processes by which people um, I'm pausing. Are you still there? I lost I'm you. I'm still, I'm still right. here, but my camera turned off. It's that's weird. It, it, all of a sudden, I'm getting these floating orbs on the screen. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to do a little bit of editing there, Rudy. Rudy, edit that out. He won't. It, He'll find it comical. Yeah, he will. He'll be like, "What were these guys drinking?" <laughs> um, 
Kelly and Dan will be right back after these messages. Have you heard there is a group of pool service professionals nationwide that are here to help grow and protect your business? The Independent Pool and Spa Service Association, known as IPSA, is here to help you. By joining the largest trade organization created by and for pool and spa service techs, you gain access to industry networking opportunities, exclusive educational offerings, IPSA's Tech for Tech route coverage, and more. So be independent, supported, and part of a professional community. Go to IPSSA.com to learn how to be a member of IPSA today. The CMAC is, um, you know, the the aspect of the rules that they put together that then different municipalities and so forth can draw upon to create their own codes, uh, very much like the National Electric Code and other things of that nature. It um, it's a great tool, I'll say. The the model aquatic health code is a great tool that helps people know the best ways to build a facility, to run a facility, to test water, to train lifeguards, to, I mean, you name it, anything that goes into a, a public uh, commercial facility is in there for them to draw upon. So, well, and I um, think even when it comes to residentials, even though these things are more for the public health scenarios yes. it still is a great thing for residential people to look at so that they could you know apply that to a residential pool because it's just as important as a commercial it's just the difference is regu- who's regulating it yeah everything is about safety and about you know quality and those types of things so if you were to take any commercial code or commercial application and put it into a residential setting, it it might be overkill to a certain degree, but it's never going to be wrong as far as, you know, in my mind anyway. But uh, so anyway, like I said, we're, we're thrilled to be able to sponsor the CMAC and, you know, the CMAC to the council um, that gets together to evaluate the codes and so forth is people that you know from our industry they're members of cmac that do that work um so it's it's one of those areas where anyone who is part of it can have a voice yeah which i really like too it's not just you know the the federal government dictating from up above saying this is the way you got to do it it's coming out of the industry um but backed by people with with some authority so anyway but to to the codes that you learn when you're being licensed or being certified or or even just simply attending sessions at trade shows it's all important in making yourself and and the industry better and as i was saying earlier illinois not having any real regulations relative to our industry i think is bad because ultimately the consumers get put into positions unknowingly that they would wish they hadn't when things go wrong because people are building and doing repairs that really are not qualified enough to do them so I wish we had some more licensing in this state that followed a little bit along the lines of what 
Florida and Texas and California and some of those other areas do the Northeast, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Take advantage of what's out there. Cause I don't think people take advantage of it. Like, you know, almost all the manufacturers have their universities, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, those are very beneficial to give you some sort of knowledge um, or manufacturers, chemical companies, they have trainings that you can attend. I know I'm doing um, at the end of the month, I'm going to a RAPAC training. Okay. Which I'm very excited for. Heaters are, I will admit, is my weakness. But I think it's something I have to learn. And so I'm very excited to go to that. And sure. then um, I just had another rep and tell me that they have um, deco seal waterproofing training from the manufacturer happening at the beginning of November. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down for that too. Yeah. Like I, I'm very lucky because I don't have the route that I can uh, schedule things so I can be at these events. But even when I had my route, I told my customers there's four weeks out of the year that I would not be at their pool. Um, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and then two weeks out of the year for training. Okay. Um, And it always worked out. You know, no one got taken more weeks than the, the four weeks. And but they, I explained to them when I signed them up, I do this so I can become a better pool person for you. So I can make sure that I can help you the best I can. And people do respect that. Um, you know, I've heard from people, oh, I don't have time. I have to make money or I'm too busy. I even know some people who had told me after posting about going to like a Hayward training that they've never had formal training in like 15 years they've been in the industry, yeah. which is you know, I get it. Our jobs, if you think about it, a lot of it has been on the job training. Sure. But how else are you going to grow and, and become like a company kind of like you guys have where you have all those employees and and bring in that money, you know, training. I bet you guys training those employees is very crucial so that they can get done what you need done in that short season you have. It is. We do training extensively. We're actually about ready to start to kick off our, our in-house winter training that the 1st of December uh, through the pretty much the 1st of April, we'll do training every Thursday, all day mm-hmm. at our at our offices, our retail store. Um, and we have everybody that works for all seasons in that training, not just repair people, not just construction crews. We've got warehouse staff. We've got clerks from the store. We've got office staff. We've got everybody part of that so that, you know, and and it's amazing the different ways it helps, even just in simple things like terminology. If one of the construction foremen calls the warehouse manager and says, I need an XYZ, they hopefully are a little more familiar with what it is they're asking for. They can get it a little bit faster, not have mm-hmm. to spend all kinds of time. It makes us more efficient. Um, but, you know, you, you had talked about what you're doing in terms of wiring up control systems. We have been doing that for a, a handful of years now in these training sessions at our at our building where the entire staff breaks into groups and we've got 
usually somewhere between four and six control systems. Uh, last winter, we were primarily a Pentair dealer, so it's always mm-hmm. been very Pentair focused because that's what we've got in the warehouse right. to draw from. But we started accumulating systems as we are out replacing them and upgrading things. And we had a Hayward system, a Jandy system, a couple of Pentair systems. We even had Intermatic, um, you know, like T104 dual timer boxes and a, a whole array of different things so that everyone could become a little better versed on other stuff that's out there, you know, to try to make everybody very well-rounded and very comfortable that, yeah. hey, I know Pentair great, but this Jandy box, I don't even want to take the screws off it because I've never <laughs> seen inside it, you know. Um, well, now I guess the first question is, do you know how to take the screws off of the Jandy? Yeah, system? and more, right screwdriver. far more importantly, though, is what do you do with those screws when you take them off so that you have them when you're done to put them back on? You know what I do is I'll take the plate off. And then I'll put the screws back in the holes. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. That is a pet peeve of mine is is walking up to anything electrical in the backyard and seeing missing screws because they got dropped on the ground, rolled down in the crack next to the sidewalk, disappeared. No one knows where they're at. And we, well, you know, one out of three screws is fine. It's not going to fall off. I hate that. But so. don't just leave one screw. <laughs> That's, that's the, you know, and then you get duct tape and, you know, string and rubber bands or, or you just take that whole inside panel and put it in the truck with you as if it was never there. Cause when you close that outer door, that takes care of everything. Cause you know, the homeowners <laughs> never open that box and reach in there with all that live wires and all the rest of it. Um, so many uh, you know the, and I'm sure we we should start compiling pictures of the horrors that are are seen out there and and sharing them, um, where where someone will take a uh, name your control system, Jandy Hayward doesn't matter, and and maybe the PCB board is gone out for some reason, and they rip that out and put an intermatic timer up in the top of that box you know, sideways, because that's the only way it'll fit. That metal plate I talked about is gone, and they just wire the, <laughs> wire that, you know, timer right into the whatever it is to make that be the new control system. So uh, um, recently I got to put in one of the Hayward Retro Kits, and that, for some reason, that made me think of it because of you saying missing the plate. Because I, I loved how this Retro Kit came with a new plate. For the box so yeah. look, you know like janky or anything and um you know i i took the old board off i put the new board in you know plugged everything in um one thing i did learn not the hard way is when you do replace do this retro kit take the low voltage bus bars off and put and use the new ones don't just take them off the old board and put them on the new one because okay you'll run a risk of blowing the board. Oh, well, that's I good, did not good do point that. of, uh, let me write that down right now. <laughs> None of yeah. us want to, last thing I ever want to do is blow a board. 
Yeah, luckily I didn't blow the board. Uh, my rep told my tech rep cat told me he's like, yeah, please, please make sure to use the new ones, not the old ones. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, glad you told me that. Yeah. Um, but it was super easy. Took like 45 minutes and they went from, you know, an aqua logic to an Omni PL. Um, and you didn't I mean, have to. You didn't have to spray paint the old metal plate to make it look no, good. You had a brand new no, one to pop brand right in. Brand new one, nice snazzy. Um, it looked it looked great. It looked very like it was always meant to be there. And yeah, I I waited two freaking years for one of those things. Like Ooh. I've been I've been asking. I when I first met my Hayward reps, they were telling me about it when I was talking to a customer who wanted to use their phone and he he's on board. He wants one now. Like he's been waiting the two years for this upgrade kit because wow. I sold it to him so easily because I had the rep in, on the phone and my earplug. He's mm-hmm. telling me, you know, all the features. So that's how I know I've been waiting two years because I've been doing Hayward warranty stuff for two years now. Um, but yeah, when they're like, Hey, we can get you one of these. I was like, hell yeah. Right. And you know, it does save the homeowner some money. Um, it's it's not as expensive as having the full Omni right. PL, but you have all the features. Like there's, I really don't see anything else that they need to get once they do that upgrade kit. At least the yeah. one I did, because the one I did had eight relays. Okay. Um, you know, it's going to depend on what Aqualogic or ProLogic they have. Right. But. Yep. Yeah, the other I know Pentair and Jandy both have upgrades. Uh, Pentair has upgrades for their older comp pool systems to bring them up into easy touch, and I think they've even got one now for the new Intella Center that that takes the old comp pools for those who are familiar with that up to the new Intella Center just by oh. replacing the board on the left hand side of the box and yeah. um, you know quick and easy, usually hour and a half, two hours with programming, and you're in and out. It's it's interesting to me that you know when you buy the systems they always of course start with a you know like a four relay or you know you can upgrade to a six or an eight but these upgrade systems tend to always come as a f- pretty full featured thing you know they yeah. they make they make one upgrade system they're not going to screw around making three or four different SKUs to you right. know because the, the market isn't that big and the the prices is pretty reasonable in my mind to take someone from 1970s technology pretty much and jump them up into, oh, yeah, into this, current stuff. Only reason I know the builder of this particular pool and they built the pool 20 years ago and this okay. was the original equipment. Yeah. So the, I, dro- I brought them two two decades back. You know, now they're current. Now, is that a sub panel box it's got circuit breakers inside that yep. box or okay. Yeah. So yeah, that, it does. That metal plate then obviously has the knockouts for the circuit yeah. breakers and all that. Do they send labels with that to be able to no, label they don't. breakers? Um, I know Jandy RS systems come with stickers. I can't. Sometimes I see the ones with Pentero stickers. I usually use my own labels, but yeah. I'm, I'm a fanatic like that. I want to make it look really nice and pretty and easy to right. read. And I make the writing big enough so, you know, when you get old, you can still read it. Oh, is, um, that a, is that a crack at me? <laughs> no. I don't have my glasses on tonight. Let me put them back on. <laughs> um, 
the you know and uh, even with the the prepackaged labels when they do you know come with labels you end up having something in that box yeah. that doesn't fit you know like the bug zapper in the cabana or something that, yeah. that is on a breaker in that box i had um one of my builders aquatique it was like one of their last pro logics they sold and i had to replace the display on it for some reason and, and it came with stickers but i had to kind of be creative for one of the items because they didn't have a sticker to describe it yeah so i had this it was a they had swim jets in the pool so oh, wait I a just, minute. This, just, this wasn't that kinky jet that we talked no, about no 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 oh, okay totally, right. different, totally different pool okay. but uh so i ended up using spa jet for the label and I, I explained to the customer this is what it is and they're like okay that's fine but yeah, yeah you had to get creative like okay which one kind of fits for for yeah. this right so fun but yeah those um, those types of things uh control systems and and upgrades and stuff like that are, are to me one of the the fun parts of the service tech job yeah and it's also something that not a lot of service techs or service companies get into because people aren't versed enough and trained enough and and the you know the company the last thing they want is to get that uh tech in the field that doesn't change the connector and ends yeah. up blowing that board and then you got to wait another two years to get the next one right Right. And that's where, like, all the manufacturers have training. So you have Pentair who does their, you know, Pentair weekend or, you know, two-day thing. I know now it's, like, in the the ours is at the beginning of November in Reno. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, in the middle of the week. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they do those all over the country. You know, Pentair has those training facilities in different areas. And they're willing, if you call them and say, hey. I need you to train me on if it's the IntelliCenter or IntelliChem. They'll meet you at those training facilities and go over it with you like one-on-one. -on -one. Right. They don't mind doing that at all. But when they have those like weekends or training, two-day trainings, like go to them. You know, yeah. one, like Pantera, they, they put it all out. Like you get food, you get, you know, party, mm -hmm. like you're good to go um but take advantage of that or take advantage of these webinars that they put that they do hayward they're currently um i think they're in re week two of their webinar series that they do and okay. it goes all the way till um april they have something almost every week hmm. but you can these webinars you can listen to on your headset as you're cleaning the pool or repairing the pool and then on top of it when they're done a lot of times because you attended it, you still have access to that webinar later on. So if you need to listen to it again, because you missed something or you're like, oh, I, I want to re-listen to this, you can do that. So like, like I said, and they cover everything from heaters. They're even doing Paramount in-floor system uh, webinars. If you don't know how to do the OmniLogic or the XE pumps, all of those things are being done almost every week. Uh, I know Zodiac, they've started doing kind of like Pentair World. They'll have like a two-day training. Um, yeah. And, you know, again, 
I know Jandy, they also have webinars constantly on things that they provide. And so you can learn how to install it. What are some of the tips and tricks? Like a lot of these things, just like you guys listening to us on a podcast while you're working, you could do that with these webinars. Yeah. And in addition to the webinars, like you had said, the, the webinars are available often after the fact. But the, the big three especially have um, their, their online universities yep. that are, there's some great stuff out there. I, through the course of our training that we do all winter long, that becomes part of it where, you know, we'll often assign some homework, so to speak, where yeah. we want you to go log into Hayward, Jandy, whoever, and and watch the unit on heaters, because next week that's what we're going to be covering is heaters, yeah. um, things like that. So, so many opportunities to, to invest in yourself and make yourself better. Um, and, and they just, the fact that we're in person again, uh, whether it's manufacturer training or industry training, like through PHTA, uh, CPO, Genesis training, like I know you're going to be get, getting deep into in this next year, right? All of that stuff is just invaluable, truly. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree with you. And I really just talking to people, they don't take advantage of it as much as they should, you know, and don't think, oh, I have to go to a show in order to get training like no. we discussed today. There's plenty of stuff out there that if you can't afford to go to the show or if you don't have time or, you know, whatever the reason, you have other outlets. And kind of like you telling your your employees, hey, go on to this to do this before we have this training. These people can do that with these webinars and stuff is listen to the webinars. And then when you get to go to that hands on training, you got a little bit of background to kind of help you get more in depth at that training. Right. Yep. We we stress it like crazy, and uh, it it's also tied into our service technicians' pay structure. So you know they they have to achieve certain milestones in various training avenues. I'll say in order to graduate from a level one tech to a level two to three, four, five, six. Um, without that certification or and it doesn't have to be certification in terms of a, a long drawn out you know thing or an expensive thing like genesis training the manufacturers certify you in their training as well you know you can yep. go and 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 the other part of it too is if you are doing any of the uh say pHTA training if you're a certified maintenance specialist certified service technician a certified builder name the the certification to maintain that certification you have to continue educating yourself you have to get continuing educational unit credits to renew periodically those certifications certifications that you get and almost all of these manufacturer things we're talking about give you the CEUs mm -hmm. to be able to renew those certificates so it all feeds into one another and is 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 done for great reasons and is like i said it's just an important part of bettering yourself for and bettering the industry too but you know think first about yourself those 
business owners or managers or supervisors that are out there, try to find time for your staff to be able to do this stuff, to get some of this in-person stuff done in addition to the online and webinar and all that kind of stuff, because it, it really does matter. Invest in yourself is the best investment you can make. Yep. Well, I think that's about all we have for today. Yes. Another, uh, what do you got coming up next week? Got anything exciting going on? Uh, not yet. Um, oh, I'm taking the kids. Okay. There's like this. Day of the Dead celebration at a cemetery oh. down down the street from my house. Uh-huh. And they're going to have food trucks and, and churro like vendors and arts and crafts. And then they're going to play the movie um, Coco. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to take the kids to that. And a friend of mine's coming with her daughter. So that will be fun. Now, wait, did Something. you say in a cemetery? Yeah. Yeah, it's at, a, it's at a, like a, a cemetery slash... Um, mortuary wow you know so that sounds that sounds pretty cool actually yeah i think it'll be a lot of fun it's a really nice one it's not like a really creepy one um not super old so you're not like okay (laughs) what what is this but um i think it'll be fun and i think the kids will love especially because it's halloween yeah so that that sounds super super fun oh yeah i can't uh, i can't wait to do it because we need we need to get out of the house. Yeah, I get to head up to northern Wisconsin this weekend. I've got uh, our, our family has some property up there that needs to be put to bed for the winter. And uh, okay. I think it was Monday I heard that uh, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, which is only about ten miles away, got a foot of snow. So. Oh wow! Lucky me. <laughs> It is supposed to warm up a bit, so I'm hoping it's all gone by the time I get up there. But uh, so I'll be this weekend in the frigid north woods of Wisconsin. Well, you have fun with that. All right, I'll be thawed out by next Tuesday. Okay. Well, you can <laughs> you can let you can let me know how that went when we record next week. Sounds good. So thank you for listening yet to another episode of Talking Pools on Tuesdays with Kelly and Dan. Um, if you have any suggestions of any topics, please let us know. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, email us at talkingpools uh, at gmail.com. And we will have something new for you next week. And Thanks. I think next week's episode will be the week of the show. So, oh, exciting! Yeah, we'll have to think of something good to kind of correlate. I'm in for it. so everybody have a good day or evening whenever you're listening to this and we'll talk to you soon bye everyone bye
I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 